Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Places. Lori and Julia Show, my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. We'll try to be productive on this Tuesday. So let's hand it off to the stars of the show. Well, they couldn't be here, so here's Lori and Julia. Yeah, I, I just have a funny story, okay? I don't know if you guys saw this. So last night was Monday Night Football. Yes. And it was the Buffalo Bills uh-huh. against the New England Patriots. Oh, how horrible. And um, <laughs> here's, here's the headline. Sex toys thrown onto field during Patriots versus Bill on Monday Night Football. And this is what's becoming an annual tradition. At this game. Mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills fans threw multiple sex toys onto the field during Monday night's game between the Bills and the Patriots. The saga began when an intrepid member of the Bills Mafia <laughs> launched a sex toy into the field of a play during the Buffalo's 41-25 defeat to the Patriots in October 30th and 2016. It happened again in 2017. And the Bills lost again to New England. Okay. Somehow the image of the sex toy on the turf isn't inspiring the Buffalo Bills players to victory. <laughs> they lost again last night, 25 yeah, to 6. this is a bad luck charm. Uh-huh. Yeah. If the Bill fans wanted to be helpful, they could throw a starting quarterback in the team's direction. <laughs> oh, but the man who threw the sex toy onto the field has been charged with allegedly throwing a sex toy onto the field and um, he's 34 years old. He's from Florida. He was charged with disorderly contact co- um, conduct, and he's going to be arraigned tomorrow. So we'll oh, see what happens. Oh, come on. Oh, Let him go. I just, I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like it when you start with a sports story. I, it's a day, sex I started story. with a sports story. It's not even sports. It's a sex story. Thro- well, you buried story. the lead. You buried the lead. I said yeah. sex toys thrown onto field during... But yeah, the- you didn't read it that way. You said, oh, last night, and then you set it up. <laughs> Name the two teams. Yeah, no, yeah. I got you. Know, beat the Lakers. Yeah, again, nobody cares <laughs> at this station. Kabooyah, kabooyah. You know, kabooyah. There's a lot of us who like it. Yeah, I know, but uh, not, not just- really... Start all over again? Or yeah, let's right. start all over again. Let's Frank start over with the you? fact... What? Yes, let's start over at the fact that I'm accelerating <laughs> to acceptance with this a foot injury. Okay, no, wait a minute. Okay, no, I've, wait a minute. I've, I've, I think I've... Lori. Okay, I got danced on. I got stomped on. And the mother, the, the parents of the bride. Who threw the wedding threw that you got wedding, stomped on. Yeah, at the St. Paul Hotel, Casey said, listen, you should have come out when I said to come out. It would happen at that last dance. I said dance. the same thing. I know it. He goes, what are you going to do? I go, listen to my husband when it's time to leave. But no, I had you to get one you more dance. Will. I always want to. Oh, that was a lot. I said to him, I go, that <laughs> dance was calling my name. 
Hmm. Oh, Lori, you and that's always when I, have a reason. I know, but it was like calling me, and then that's when I got stepped on. Anyway, the the bride's parents have sent me not one, but two bouquets from my favorite florist, A.J. Johnson, and wishing me a speedy recovery. I mean, I felt lucky to get a flipping invitation. Lori, let me just wedding. tell you, not only do they... I, I've never heard of that before. Neither right. That is that, that is, is kindness. That is class. And kindness. Times two. Yeah. yeah, it is. So here are the comments from your video that we posted on Lori and Julie's Instagram account yesterday about... Um, this, the, the it said injury. Lori had a rough weekend <laughs> and I had a dancer and a negative face and someone said, hope you recover fast, fast. There's nothing for a strong woman like you, but here's the one that caught my attention. Yeah. Lisa, mm-hmm. I have Lori has frozen shoulder. Yeah. She has frozen shoulder in both shoulders. Oh no. Oh. The second one she got after overusing the first one. <laughs> oh, no. When the first one got bad, she had to use the second one right. and then that got bad. Good luck. I'm ten months into recovery, still not better with physical therapy, chiropractic, and anti inflammatory. Yeah, I guess it takes like a, yeah. a, a flipping ear. Uh let's see. I just got out of Thank my God, boot. I got one walking I got one really good working part on me. Someone was in a cami boot for eight weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I went and froze my lifetime membership. Casey goes, oh, you can just call. I go, they're going to need paperwork to freeze your membership. Oh, here's a better one. Hmm. You're going to need paperwork from the doctor. Yeah, I already did. Because, you know, I don't want to pay my lifetime. I mean, you pay a lot of money to belong to a lifetime. I, went, I paid for a year and didn't even go. Oh, that was terrible. What a waste of money. I want it. Remember, I want yes, it. Right, but someone else party. could have had a whole year of membership like your friend over Yeah, here. Tracy here, it was non-transferable. Mm-hmm. Tracy says, your old teenage self will heal quickly. <laughs> your frozen shoulder will thaw eventually. Yeah. I had it in both last year. Yeah. Get a light winter coat that slides on. Yeah. Getting dressed is the worst. Be patient and do the exercises. Your hair is fleek, though. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's praying for you because frozen shoulder is the worst. Yeah. Oh, no, that wouldn't have happened to you at Pitbull, Lori, if you would have done something, you know, dancing with Pitbull. Quarterzone PT, she had frozen shoulders. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I the last place, like, I go to a concert. I mean, I am conscientious about my feet in a crowd. I have long-worn concert, good footwear. You've I don't ever wear, wear sandals it. to yep. a concert or anything like that because I don't you want my feet. You have made me paranoid at my feet at the state fair. Yes, even. yes. So, but I never expected, you know, I kind of thought uh, at a, at a, at this fancy wedding, I didn't expect, uh, someone with spike heels to come down on you. Well, no, I just didn't expect it. So, you know, I had my little dance shoes on exposed and, you know, I mean, if I'd been at a concert concert, I've jumped around, um, you know, Green Day right up front, but I have got boots on. I love it that Casey said that, though. If you would have listened to me and come to the car, I would have said the same thing. I know it. I would have said the same thing to my kid. I know. But it really was the song was calling me. What was what, it? What was the song? It she might have been remember. Jump. Jump. Woo! You know, crisscross. Yeah. Oh. We play that on our boat and we jump this summer. Oh, yeah. It's so much yeah, fun. So is everyone this- is jumping. And then it was calling me and Marley was there and I wanted to dance with the bride's brother, Sean, who I've known him since he was like nine. And now he's like a grown up man of 30 with a man bun and girls just falling all over with them. I mean, I, I had... To dance with, and it was just a group dance. You know, we were all just jumping up and down. I absolutely love that, that you had to do this. I couldn't leave. I would have felt like I was, you know, like I was an old person or something if I'd left. Well, let me see. Your old (laughs) teenage self will heal, I believe, was what someone wrote to us. Will we be dazzled, Lori's book? Oh, we love this song. Couldn't leave, folks. I mean, it was like 12.20. Jump, jump, jump.
You stayed that late? Well, we finally left at like 1230 when Casey was, you know, I was avoiding him, you know. No, because you knew he was ready to leave at 1030. No, he was ready. He went to get the car at like 10 after uh, 12. And I. What time did this affair start? Uh, the reception started at 5.30. Oh, And you lasted fun. till 12? Oh, 30? I could have kept going, except that I got six on. 7.30, 8.30, 9.30, 10.30, 11.30, 30, 30. That's seven hours. Yeah, no, it was real fun. <laughs> seven hours? There was a lot of I'm people. Sh- I know y'all? how many times Casey wanted to leave before I finally no, left. No, no, that really? was the first time, because he was having fun, too, because also some of the people that we were seeing mm-hmm. were some of the girls that Casey, when his daughter played basketball in seventh and eighth he coached. grade, he coached. So there were all there were several girls that like we haven't seen since maybe high school, sure. and now here it is. You know, they're all grown ten ups. years later, and so we were really having fun. And some of their parents were there, and we had a lot of, you know, it was like we it was a wedding where we knew a lot of people. Well, at least you got your injury doing something fun, Lori. And at the end of the night, yes, listen. And when I started limping to the car and I said, Casey, a lady jumped on my foot. He said, it serves you right for yeah. not being out here. <laughs> exactly. And then, mm-hmm. um, so sympathetic. I know. Well, then he had sympathy on Sunday when he looked at it and he goes, yeah, that does not look good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cause it just immediately you could see and, you know, and then he, people love to give the foot, uh, fact. Which one is it? A third the of most- your bones. A third of your bones are in your feet. You've got I the most know. bones in your feet of anything. I you know, know, my mom was, when we were in Hawaii, Casey and I, my mom and my Aunt Claudia went to Maui. Like, like five four, years ago? About four years yeah. ago. And my mom stubbed her toe on an iron... Like pin in the no, ground? Like, like a gate. Okay. Oh, uh, A gate or maybe a yeah. chair or yeah. something. Didn't... It hurt. It was swollen. She gets back from the trip. We're gone for like nine days. She broke her foot, the side of her foot. Did she complain? I, she hobbled and we kept wanting to take her to the doctor, but we just, she just, I think we just taped it. We just taped her foot tight. Yeah. Just tape it to the next toe. Yeah. That's what I did when I broke my, both of my baby toes. You just tape it to tape the it. other toe and then you walk on the inside of your heel with your toe out and you hope <laughs> that nobody steps on it again. Well, I just wanted, for the record, mm-hmm. Donnie has made a trip to your car now. Today. I mm-hmm. did. He did yep. have to yeah. today. Yeah. Yep. I, I, yeah it's it taking me, I'm having to pad extra walking time, but you know, yeah. but I, 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 I have found <laughs> that uh, <laughs> all the times I drove with my ski boots on because my feet were, I just didn't feel like taking them off. I mm-hmm. can drive my car in this boot. Okay. Yeah, like, Officer Dick. Really? Yeah, right. Good idea. Remember him? Right. He works Snelling Avenue in St. Paul, so be okay, careful. I'll be real careful there. <laughs> All right, listen, it's our story we can't get enough of. We might need your help. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Almost a year ago, the Today interns were packing up Matt Lauer's desk and and yes. box and his security was deactivated. And NBC was trying to figure out what was his going away check because he had a year and a half left on a $20 a million a year contract and he wanted all of it. He reportedly didn't get any. 
because of his morals clause oh, in the right. contract. No, okay. He got nothing? Nothing. No. Oh. Well, this Me- is what Megyn Kelly, too, has gotten a heave-ho from today. And according to Deadline, NBC does not want to pay her. She was halfway through her $69 million three-year contract. She wants every penny on her contract and also wants money to sign an NDA agreement. But sources say NBC News chairman Andy Lack, who hired her, has made it clear in talks with her lawyers that he's doesn't want to pay her off. And her blackface argument right. on the radio might be the thing that costs her. Or the TV. Yeah, or TV. Excuse me. A lot has changed in the last year. And this isn't looking like a here's your check, let's call it a day resolution, said mm-hmm. her and comments crossed the line. And NBC doesn't want to accept, quote-unquote, unacceptable behavior, which is in her morals contract. That's Mm -hmm. why they're using that wording. So Megan's lawyers, he's, Andy Lack is feeling the pressure because he made this bad decision to negotiate hard. Oh, okay. And and enforce the, uh, quote-unquote, unacceptable behavior. But, of course... Um, he's got, you know, Matt Lauer on his hands, killing the Ronan Farrell piece on a Harvey mm-hmm. Weinstein. Deadline sources say it's not, they don't know, it just depends on how hard her lawyers fight against NBC lawyers. Tomorrow morning, we might have our answer. Let's see how much money they spend <laughs> on the Today Show Halloween costumes. Oh, if it looks yeah, super right. budget, <laughs> we know they're... Last year, they had the country stars. We know they're trying mm-hmm. to keep their coins, some of their right. money, you know, together. Right, right. So let's we'll revisit it tomorrow. But, you know, there's some other things interesting, because, like, if her, she has no ratings. And since she has started at doing the third hour of the Today Show, which ha- had to be changed to Megyn Kelly today. Right, but that's not, like, a fireable offense right. in your contract. But she's the least like personality in TV news. Yeah. Her, her Q, Q score. score yeah, yeah, it's the lowest out of everybody. Yeah, it was six in the spring and eight this summer. I mean, that's like most people are like in their like 30s. Oh, dear. In someone oh, yeah, who's she's like just sort of average, geez. like she's like under 10. So they should have done that Q yeah, score they before they hired her. Yeah, they should have known that going in. Well, Andy Lack, I, yeah. I'm surprised it's, he gets to keep a job. It's all out war. Yeah. It all depends on what happens. But Well, he's going to fight like heck not to pay her because he needs to save face. They're going to oh. argue what is unacceptable mm-hmm. behavior? Okay. Yeah. And then she's but, got mud to throw back at them. Her lawyers. That yes. they've tolerated unacceptable behavior. Oh, so you right, see why yeah, this is right. all out war? Yeah. Because she's her lawyers will have a point with well, that. She, yeah, she has money to fight him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And okay. she's an attorney herself. Yeah. Now, I don't know how much you want to share of your dating life. So I'm going to Tiffany Haddish <laughs> sharing something on her dating life because we might need people to just call in on this. So Tiffany okay. Haddish, she's got this movie opening this weekend with uh, Tyler Perry and Whoopi Goldberg. It's called Nobody's Fool. Tiffany Haddish plays a woman who just got out of prison who has to help her sister find the guy who's catfishing her. Okay, it's kind of a dumb idea, but the trailer no, it isn't. does look no, funny. No, it isn't. Because I know so many people who have okay. been catfished. Catfished, yeah. Even in the... Uh- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I can't tell you anything about the book we're reading. No, I know. So us asked Tiffany at the premiere about the worst date she's ever had. And Tiffany Haddish being Tiffany Haddish, she said she had a date with a guy who smelled so bad. She ditched him at the movies by going, saying she was going to the bathroom and never coming back. And uh, she said, oh, you know, I said, he just stank. And he just, he was so stinky. And I told him. He was looking at me like I was crazy by telling me you smell bad. Yeah. And so they get to, the, we went to the movies, we're in the theater. I said, I'll be right back. I got to use the restroom and I never went back. Good for her. So I'm, have, you, have you done this? Well, the only thing I ever did was like when I was newly divorced with you. Yeah. At the Beverly at the Four Seasons. Oh, when you were a Tinderella. Mm-hmm. Someone drove, what, 45 minutes an hour? Well, seven miles, which definitely could took, be 40 minutes. But it took him LA. forever. Yeah. And I went out to meet him, and I opened the door of the car and looked at him, and I said, nope. And I shut the door and walked back in. <laughs> wow. Wow. I know. Six, you five, need one, to go to the bathroom. 651 Tell us the greatest way you left a date. No, nope. I did that at a job. He misrepresented yeah. himself. Well, so he deserved yeah. a nope. Yeah. If you re- misrepresent. But imagine if that happened to you. I mean, would, yeah. would you? Ra- I would rather have someone go to the bathroom and never come back than I have someone open the car door. I couldn't even bother with it. We were having too much fun. I didn't want to be bothered. Yeah. Well, it was just an impulsive thing, and I wanted yeah. it to go away. I made a mistake. Yes, you I'm I'm not proud of that behavior. You were new to Tinderella. I would never do that again. You didn't know how to unswipe it and stop it from happening. I didn't know how to stop it. Yeah. That's rude, and I take full responsibility for my rude behavior. I'm trying to think if I ever walked away from a date and never went back. Surely I must have, but I just can't think of it right now. I remember running away from people on a cruise ship with you once. Well, yes, we did have to flee. Yes, we Some, did. Oh, but we they, shouldn't have been telling the tall tales that we were. Like I was telling you, were to I, I was a dominatrix. I was not that's telling tales. Domi, and, that's and what you told them. Friend, yes, yeah. And our other friend was expect. telling tales. I, yeah, and I suddenly <laughs> we're running through the bowels of well, the, the cruise ship. Well, the guy was like, he goes, "Well, how would you tie me up?" And I was <laughs> like, and I'm like, "Well, if you like to be tied, tied up, up with like your hands over your head or behind your back." And I was doing a southern accent, and, and we couldn't get away. And I oh. just like, I started running. Yes, we did. I mean, you know, we were just sassy talking. It was a big bar. We were fine. But we were totally fine. I did leave a we job. We did go through the kitchen. I, yes, we on did. On a cruise ship. Yeah, we did. And they didn't even barely give us a glance except to say, "This you shouldn't be in here. And we're like, where's the exit? And you never ran into them again? They're in the rest oh, of the it's cruise? a huge yeah. ship. Yeah, it's a big ship. Oh, that's yeah. good. I mean, maybe we did. We it was did. only three days. That oh, was the cruise we cruises. learned about Tom Cruise being gay. gay, supposedly, and we were just shocked. And when we got off the ship, we couldn't stop sloshing. I felt like I had a sea in my eyes, in my body. You know what? It, that California, when we went on that cruise, in because Sonata. we would always go at a time of the year that's not like peak travel time it is choppy water same with if you oh. sail seattle up to vancouver I thought, you can get some choppity chop chop oh, really? same with going I from new york to london it mm-hmm. all depends on the time of the year this sure, is why you sure. want to consult a travel agent yes it is okay. yeah 
So I, oh, the only time I did say I was going to the bathroom, I got a job working for WDIO Wax up in Duluth. Oh, you told me. Yeah. And in radio <laughs> sales, I'd, I'd graduated from college. I came back from Daytona Beach being spring break dr- trip director. I was waitressing at a Chinese restaurant with a broken baby toe because my boyfriend had bulldogged me to the carpet and I broke my baby toe. So I had a summer waitress all year at a Chinese restaurant. And what happened? You went out to lunch and what happened? Well, I just told him, uh, you know, he was just, he was a real sexist pig. And anyway, I just said, I, I, I'm going to go to lunch. And, yep, at 10 a.m. Yeah, and I never went back. I went into the <laughs> bank teller where my girlfriend worked in the drive up and laid on the floor, and we just were howling, laughing <laughs> at the fact that Poor guy. I never went back. I go, I literally work for three hours. My college degree is paying off. <laughs> Where's my stuff from? Now a trend has emerged. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's happening right now? Trending online this afternoon, Tony Braxton, because Beyonce is paying homage to Braxton this Halloween by recreating her album cover for another sad love song. Beyonce is calling herself Phony Braxton. Also, the Apple event trending. It happened in Brooklyn this afternoon, and Lana Del Rey and Jack Antonoff closed out the Apple event with a mini concert and uh, all sorts of new information about the new MacBook Air, Mac Mini, and iPad Pro available for you today. Also, Hilary Duff trending. The actress and her boyfriend, Matthew Coma, announced that their daughter, Banks Violet Bear, was born last Thursday. Congratulations. And also trending, BoJack Horseman, the Netflix show, has been renewed for sixth season. That's what's trending here at my talk. All right, here's your forecast. It should be uh, clear tonight, 36 for the low, sunny tomorrow, and again on Thursday for that matter, with both days highs in the low 50s. Clouds right now, though, 53 at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. And your book, Alone at the Top, Climbing Climbing Denali in the Dead of the Winter, I read in one night. It's such a page-turner. What a great book. So we're delighted to have oh. you here. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's, I'm so delighted uh, to vi- be visiting with you today. Yes, and you co-wrote this with a Star Tribune um, reporter, Pan. Is it Luwagi? Luwagi, yeah. Luwagi. So here's the first question. After reading your book, you attempted to try, um, climb Denali four times in the dead of winter. Why, after you have such harrowing experiences, do you keep going back? Well, well, you know, after each event I learn uh, from my, uh, I, I learn more each time I go. So every time I try again, I feel like I'm more prepared. And, and really it's about uh, just being able to be patient with the weather. Uh, even though you might have all the proper gear and food and all that uh, stuff and, and you're, you're, you're fit and all that, the weather can shut you down. So you just uh, hope for a weather window, and it might take a few years. 
Well, I have to say, you know, reading your book, and I'm with Julia. We it was it Just, really a page turner. It's a very the the way you guys tell the story about this. And I know you've written, you know, two other books because right. you've been a polar explorer, mm-hmm. and you know our buddy Will Steger. Yes, and, you know you. I mean, we we've known who you are, but reading this book, okay, a. I was cold the entire time I think I read your book. I had to be, I, I had to turn on the fireplace, put a blanket around me because you're so vividly writing, writing about being on the mountain, but also satisfying because I am never going to do this. But I love reading about someone else who's brave enough and has the adventurous drive and whatever inner strength you get to be able to do that i could never do this but i like being in your shoes while you're doing it if that makes sense yeah well it's uh yeah it's definitely not everybody's cup of tea to be living uh through the holidays under the snow yeah in a snow cave and, and dangerous <laughs> and dangerous lonnie yeah well it it, it it i guess it can be but uh, you know i've been doing this for about three decades now uh polar expeditions and stuff and so i treated denali not like a climb but a polar expedition of course i uh, uh had to do some um uh, so much research on altitude and and crevasses and things like that and also uh working with crampons and ice axes to make that trip happened and uh and so it's just it was fun just trying to figure out all the puzzle pieces to make it happen without without killing yourself well and that is exactly. and that is the key word here so we're talking with lonnie dupree um alone at the top he's a minnesota explorer who climbed um denali uh in the dead of the winter after three attempts you made it your fourth time but here's here's my other question for you Actually, you climbed it once with your friends and made it to the summit, but this time you did it in the winter. Do you want to climb Everest? Uh, you know, I never, uh, I tend to uh, uh, veer away from crowds. So if if the big thing at the moment is everybody's climbing Everest, I go the other direction. <laughs> yeah. I, no. I don't know. I always, I always, I'm more of an, ex- I have that explorer blood in me, so I want to be able to, uh, go to places that people just don't visit or don't visit at a certain time of year. And um, I guess that what's, that's really what inspired me about climbing Denali in winter is because of my past polar exploration, I felt it was doable on the environmental standpoint, uh, you know, with the cold wind and darkness. Mm-hmm. It was just getting my head wrapped around altitude and uh and um, mountaineering at that time of year. Do you have something planned for upcoming? Like, because I know you've been, you know, you've been able to, you and Will Seeger and other people who explore the North and South Pole, you know, seeing what effect climate change is having. Do you have something that you're doing upcoming? Well, you know, we're, um, I don't have anything uh, right at the moment. Mm-hmm. I have uh, another climb I'm going to do in the Alaska range. I'm going to do, um, uh, a mountain called Mount Hunter. It's the, uh, most difficult 14,000 foot peak, uh, in North America to climb. I'm going to try to attempt it solo in winter. But after that, um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of going back to Greenland. I haven't been, you know, I circumnavigated Greenland almost 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I want to go back there and see the changes that have, um, came about in the last 20 years and see what climate change has been doing to that, that part of the world and, and visit with the Inuit friends that I, 
mm-hmm. um, that I acquired while I was there and find out how that climate change is affecting their hunting. And, of course, it is in a huge way. Right. Um, I just want to see how they're adapting uh, to that. Here's a question, um, Lonnie, because Lori tapped on it. You know, we loved being with you in your tent. We loved going on your climbs. We loved hearing what you learned. How am I going to attack it next time? What yeah. am I going to do different? And and that it's something we will absolutely never do. Um, do you, as an explorer, find, because you can go f- for great lengths of time being alone, that there's something that you have that other people, I mean, something in you, a, a different type of driver, I mean, how can you be alone that long without a book or something? I mean, no, you have a headset, but aren't <laughs> well, you lonely? You know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, oh yeah, sure, you know. But I, and I get, and, I, and you will get lonely on a trip like that. But the uh, all my, it, it's really all my past expeditions that really has allowed me to get my head around Denali. You know, North Pole trips were two months. Greenland was, you know, 22 months wow. together. And, you know, all in Northwest Passage was five months. So to go to Denali in the winter and know that I'm only going to be gone perhaps 30 days, I could get my head around that mentally. Okay. And now I needed, and then I needed to find out if I could do it by myself. So I went and did a solo canoe trip for for a couple of weeks and decided that, well, even though I didn't like the company, I could probably not go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> right. So, did you know Henry Worsley? Uh, I didn't, I didn't know. I knew of him, but I didn't, I didn't know him personally. Okay. Cause he was just featured this past week on Sunday morning on mm-hmm. CBS. And there's a new book about him, the white darkness. And he passed away and his wife was wondering, you know, do you, does he love Antarctica more than he loves me? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, well, you know, it's a passion. You know, everybody's got their passion. Right. It might be uh, becoming a doctor or a teacher or it might be uh, a sailor or what have you. And um, some people just strive to be the absolute best they can be in that particular realm of our of our world and and you like to be um, cold <laughs> I, I you know the thing is uh, i asked a lot of my uh inuit friends uh and they said you know even though we live here we don't like being cold and and their basically their answer is is that they've learned to adapt and eat the pro- eat proper food to keep you warm wear proper clothing and know how to how to respect the nature and get out of the wind when you have to and put the right clothes on and eat the right food. I'm curious, did you watch, you you probably don't watch much TV being an explorer or anything, but there was this really good series on AMC called The Terror about that expedition that was lost and how the Inuit people, though, do play a part of it because they know how to dress and they know how to eat. And it's just, it was kind With of the a Shackleton fa- one. Yeah. Yes. It was kind of a fascinating um, series about looking at, you know, doing that Northwest Passage in the winter with those British explorers. Yeah, well, you know, if they would have listened to the Inuit yes. and eat, eaten uh, raw seal meat, which has more vitamin C than an orange for the right. same weight, uh, they would, uh, wouldn't have died of scurvy. Yeah, right. You're, Lonnie, your book, okay, the book is alone at the top. It's so good. It's, it's an, it, uh, now we want to read your other I books. I know. And, 
and your your description of the clothing equipment and food list in the back if you're interested in doing it i kind of i i love knowing this because it makes me want to you know everyone in minnesota i'm always like how do i keep my feet warm yeah right you know what what do you think is the key for people just all of us down here in the twin cities that want their feet to stay warm in the winter well uh don't uh, wear too tight of shoes um and uh um and it, it really depends on what you're doing the the more flexible your your clo- your footwear are the the warmer your feet will be and uh that's because if you got a really stiff boot or a boot like a like a rubber boot or something uh they they're just too stiff and they don't allow your feet to circulate yeah okay. and uh that would be the big thing all right Lonnie, your book is amazing Lonnie, what's the last great book you re- uh read well i would let's see i think it was you know, one of the last uh, great books I, I read was Mawson's Will. It's about uh, Antarctic explorer Sir Douglas Mawson that was trying to reach uh, the South Magnetic Pole. Wow. And it talks about uh, his herring uh, journey on the return uh, from that trip back to his base, and they nearly didn't make it. Wow. That sounds good. I, I know it. It totally sounds good. What a, what a treat for us to meet you. And if you're ever down in the cities, come in studio, would you? Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Loria. Thanks, Julia. I Uh appreciate it. Alone at the top, climbing Denali in the dead of winter, Lonnie Dupree and Pam Luigi. 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 Luama. Latuba. Thanks, Lonnie. Thanks, Good luck to you. Thanks so much. 651-641-1071. We got a couple copies of the book to give away. And uh, when we come back, oh, we've got a little special from um, a very special NBC TV show last night. It's a page turner, people. How about that? The seal blubber. Oh, seal meat. that we should be eating yeah. it. Yeah. Rich in vitamin C. Seal meat. And oh. they didn't listen to any of the Inuit. On the terror? No. No. Mm-mm. No, they really? thought they no, were smart. They, they I just thought watch they that. were ignorant, you know, and we're cultured British. Well, they had we all know. their canned food, which mm, went bad went and bad, was po- yeah. lead poisoning right. them and scurvy. I mean, they just, mm. yeah, it's like, wow. Anyway. Okay. That was, that was good. And he's up in Grand, he, Grand Marais. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of cute, but the photo of him jangling over the side of the mountain with a ladder off of his waist oh. to keep him from falling in a crevasse. I was just like, hell no. No, I just still don't understand. But his body wear, a pair of Moreno wool boxer briefs. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's unbelievable. Oh, it's a good book. It All is. right. That'd be a okay. good present for people. Okay. So last night, uh, Halloween celebrating 15 years on Broadway was on NBC. I didn't watch it because Casey and I had to watch the last three episodes of the very intoxicating only six episode part BBC on Netflix, Bodyguard. Boy, how about that ending? Wait wow. a minute. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. What am I missing? Show. It's a new we show. Talk, oh, I thought you were here when we talked no, about it. No, I think it was out last week maybe, when you guys talked about yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, maybe it, you were. It's a show called, it's called Bodyguard, and it takes place in the UK, and it's about this guy who was a soldier in Afghanistan, and you know he's got like some kind of PSTD, but he's a police PTSD, protection yeah. offer, officer guarding like the equivalent of like homeland security here right. but in the UK 
And it's just a wild story, kind of a homelandish. Okay, it's just six parts. Yes. And oh. called Bodyguard. Bodyguard. Right, I'm totally watching. So really, I really completely forgot to watch this because it was like a who's who of people. But luckily, thank yay for YouTube and the internet. Yay, yay, yay. Uh, so uh, Christina Chenoweth, it uh, was Christine Chenoweth. Yeah, Christine Chenoweth, Adam Lambert, Pentatonix, Adina Menzel, Ariana Grande. <sighs> Ariana sang The Wizard and I. It was filmed earlier this month because they put it together. Yeah. And the filming came just days after she and her. You know, one good thing about having a quick relationship of just three and a half months, you really don't have time to. You get yeah. over very fast. You don't have a lot of memories the from holidays. fast. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not like a long-term relationship or anything. It's so much easier. He's already recuperating with puppies at a dog park in New York. He's smiling again. Wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. So it's the, this is the play that I don't understand why it doesn't get made into a movie, Wicked. Um, it doesn't need to, unless like they do cats. like a live action kind of a thing, yeah. like sort of a thing, like what they did with like Beauty and the Beast or something mm, yeah. like that. They could do that. I, I this is one of my favorite. This was one yeah, of my favorite. Right, who are we going to listen to? Let's listen yeah. to Kristen Chenoweth. She starred with Adina Menzel on Broadway. In the original. In the original. And here she's singing the song that just made me smile and think of you because you didn't go with me the first time. Right. Um, popular. Popular. You're going to be popular. I'll teach you the proper poise when you talk to boys. Little ways to flirt and frown. Oh, I'll show you what shoes to wear out of things that hair. Everything that really counts to be popular. Pink. I'll help you be popular. You'll hang with the right cohort. She's just so darling. She's darling. Ariana Grande sang a great song as well. Yeah, The Wizard and I. Yeah. It was... I didn't watch it, Lori. I didn't either because I was watching Bodyguard. It was consumed. Casey and I were just like, we had watched like uh, the first three episodes like on Wednesday night and Thursday night. And then Friday night we went out, but no dancing because I was saving the dancing for Saturday night. <laughs> I'm so that's mad. That's kind of my that favorite I, That I cut parts. out two nights of dancing in my life and now I have forced no dancing. You know, I mean, I'm just like... I was doing Venishnashira, downward dogs and those things, and he did yoga. Vinyasa? Yeah. Oh, my word. It's hard. Oh, I, I've never sweat so much in my life. Or were you in a, are you in a hot yoga? Uh, yeah. I hate it so much. Oh, I no, I love it. Yoga. I love it more than anything in the world. Okay, well, this is new because you're a, you've are you only been, you've not been a yoga person in no. all the years no. I've known you. And I you can't pretend, do one move. You pretend to do, you've pretended in the past to do yoga at Deborah's studio. Yes. And you were going to teach Pilates. Pilates. Yes. And that lasted like a day. Only once. I oh, thought yeah. it was awful. Yeah. And so now you've embraced yoga and you've joined I, I've Core been, Power. I, I've been doing yeah. it because I can like. There's a, a lot Maple of locations Grove where my yeah. mom, I take her, and I mean, it's I can so do it. Hard. A Yoga is so hard to do the poses, but I like the heat part of it. So it's like it's bendy. It, it helps you. Oh, but I can't. I can't move. I mean, literally, I can't do any of the poses. Oh, you and I are not flexible like willows. We are flexible <laughs> like old oak trees. Okay. In other words, not. Not just, yeah. at all. There's, I am the there's least one where dumby. you're supposed to grab your ankles behind you, and my my hands couldn't even get close to him, yeah. and I'm like grabbing my pants like no, to know. try to whittle down to maybe touching. Oh, the video? And my I never, shin. And no, I've I'm never so, been flexible. I, I did mean, the splits almost once when I tried out for cheerleading. So did I, Julia. I had to be on a hillside to get all the way down. It doesn't count. <laughs> I could never get all the way down. Someone, 
push me down yes. really quickly. Yes. I, my sisters were just like flexible little, you know, whatever. And I just have always been not a flexible person. And I've always felt like a real clod in a yoga class. But I just go to the back of the class. I like it for the mental part. Right yeah, now. I just go to the back yes, of the class. Always. Because if you're not good or you don't know what you're doing, don't. I block all the other people who are trying never, to follow. Yeah, I would never. No, I know. But you the know. instructors don't even stay in the front. They run around. Well, the they're whole going class. around because they got to make sure you don't hurt yourself, or if they need to give you an alternative, if they can see you're struggling with something. Oh, honestly. You know? mm-hmm. But you're not supposed to wipe the sweat off you. I have it come going in my eyes. The salt. Ooh, that from- stings. Uh, yeah, don't pay any attention to that. Wipe your oh. sweat. I okay, just, that is a mean teacher who's telling not, me that. Okay, so, you don't need salty you. eyes so I that you can fall over and hurt yourself. Absolutely no. love you. No, but when you're supposed to grab like body parts, I'm sweating so much, they slip right out of my hands. If I could get them anyway. Well, oh. Remember your head, when you shake. and I took yoga at Washburn oh, High School? All we did was sleep. We did. I just would sleep. That's very relaxing. Well, I know, but you're supposed to be moving. That's no. all we did. We yeah. worked at Carlson Companies and we took it I and we slept. Like you were pregnant, though, I might and have your been. pregnancy sleepy vibes wore off of me, and everyone else <laughs> would be fault. doing really? stuff. And Julie and I are like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like five dollars for this community <laughs> oh, class. Cold. Oh my oh, god. Oh, I know. All right, should we listen to our little girl singing uh, Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody? Donnie, you posted it. I, I did. It's really, really. She's charming. in the back seat of her mom's car, uh, and she's rocking sure out. Let me tell here. you. She doesn't always know what, we're do- what she's singing, but she's doing the high-pitched Galileo part of the song. Okay. Right. Do you have this we have this posted. Well, you did a fine dango, fun to go so lightning, very, very frightening me, Galileo, 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 freaking no, freaking no. I'm just a poor boy from a poor family. <laughs> That's how we'd sing it. No, we will not let you go. Let him go. We will not let you go. Let him go. We will not let you go. Let him go. We will not let you go. Let him go. We will not let you go. And she I sings it a, a bunch of times a day. Several times yeah. a day. Right, it's yeah. your favorite time. That, 